0: Go
1: back to the cfc talk podcast we do apologize that it's been so long that we've actually recorded an episode um last night alex record uh however it never made it onto youtube because uh technical glitches before alex alex starts blaming me again and and frames me Uh, (laughs) but, but hopefully we're back for good now we're back for good now a great game against tottenham today um, it's always it's always great to win those type of games. Uh, what a goal from from Cante! Firstly, <laughs> I just want to jump straight into that because I, I missed I missed uh, most of the first half, um, but when I got home, I put on the, put it on the television, and, and it was incredible to see Kante score actually. Um, but yeah, how you guys How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? And, and welcome back to the podcast. It's been so long since we've had we've had a chat about football.
0: I'll okay. <laughs> we need to get used to that again. Our yeah. chemistry is gone. <laughs> Our chemistry is all gone. But yeah, I'm good. Still, still, uh, yeah. It, it's been a weird, like, couple of months. Still looking for jobs and all, but still, uh, like, still, of course, watching every, almost every Chelsea game, and yeah, loving life uh, as I'm sure you guys are right now. In terms of Chelsea, it's it does not get much better than this. We are. In the words of Walter White, we are the danger. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. about context. But yeah, it's just, it's amazing to watch Chelsea right now. And it's amazing to talk about it with you guys. i have missed it so much to have us three. So yeah, can't wait to digest this very tasty, very tasty win that we've got. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. <coughs> like, it's, it's, it's always good to come back and talk about Chelsea, whether we're not losing, where we've been winning a lot lately. So, Unfortunately, we don't talk about any uh, um, losses. We haven't lost
1: since the Villa game last season.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've been winning a lot. So we've not talked about (laughs) a loss in a very, very long time. So, yeah, it's very, very good to talk about Chelsea. And it's good to have you guys, everybody back, all of us back. I've been missing, I've been missing for some time. And Mohamed and Alex, we've all been missing in different, different episodes. But the gang is back together. And, yeah, hopefully it's a good one.
1: Yeah. No, it's great, honestly. It's great. It's great to be it's great to be back. But yeah, Chelsea, man. This is I, I didn't watch the 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 I think it was the Villa League game that I missed out on and then the game before that I can't exactly remember what it was, just moving around and stuff, but um Chelsea still top of the table, still uh joint first with Liverpool. We've matched every single result as them. Um and and it's going to be it's, it's it's shaping up to be a classic Premier League battle rather than someone running away with it at the moment with Man United in there as well, uh, Man City struggling to get fans but they they seem like they're pretty confident when it comes to getting getting points on the table and, and Brighton, <laughs> I don't know what's up with them, bro, To be honest, they've they've somehow they've somehow sneak up snuck snuck up to the top four as well, um, and Arsenal, still doing an Arsenal. So yeah, that, that's that's your Premier League recap for the <laughs> for the last uh, last two weeks or so that we haven't been there. But but Tottenham today was a great performance, honestly. Uh, let's let's begin with Kepa in goal. Uh, when I saw that lineup, because I didn't watch the uh, what well, I can't remember what game was it? Has he? I, I can't remember if he started for the for the Zenit game or not. But no, I guessing okay. yeah, it's yeah, his so, first game since the Super Cup. Which, which was quite surprising. I thought I thought he was going to be saved for for this Villa game on Wednesday. He might might even start uh, that again. But uh, quite a bold decision to start Keppa uh, after only conceding one one goal whole season from Mendy. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I I, th- I think I think it's good that Keppa started because I wouldn't I wouldn't like to see him sidelined a lot this season. I want I wanted to, to see him um um used more in the in the season so. Just like I think the last episode that didn't go out, we we also talked about Verna also not being sidelined and also used a lot. So I'm probably sure I'm I'm sure that he'll be mixing them up. He'll be mixing um Kepa and Mendy, protecting them, and be doing the same thing with um. I don't think he can drop Lukaku but Probably play Verna alongside Lukaku to us also. So it was good to see him, and I think I wasn't worried at all. Like I don't think any any Chelsea fan was actually probably somewhere. But I don't think most Chelsea fans were worried because it's like their, their confidence, everything in this team is just on a high. So, like it just affects their performance. And I and I think um, Tuchel is very good at bringing out the best in these players. So, it it was a good it was a good, a good performance too for him from him too as well.
0: Even Kepa was claiming crosses making catches today <laughs> uh, i'm not yeah i didn't mean that in a jokey way but uh, now <laughs> that's come out in way. but yeah it was nice to see it like uh, it's because mendy got in it uh, apparently it's because mendy got a rib injury against Zenith. yeah so actually which is a bit weird because i know sorry i was looking at the chelsea fixture list and the result list in a completely wrong way thinking that villa was after it but no it was before <laughs> and yeah so mendy injury And it was weird because there was at one point in the game where, I know we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, but uh, Kepa got cramp. I don't think I've ever seen a goalkeeper go down with cramp before, but I appreciate the time wasting. And and, uh, yeah, like, so he went down with cramp and we go and see uh, Mark Bettinelli warming up, our third choice keeper. (laughs) And that was, I was ready to see that. I think it was after we were 2-0 up or so.
2: I think speaking of him, I think he might start against Villa in the cup game. Maybe he might be the one who play in the cup game, because I've not seen much from him. And I think he was the he was the second option today, because he was the one warming up, and and uh, Mendi didn't look like he was going to play today. So I think probably he might be in goal for the next um, game.
0: We haven't played a third choice keeper. In, I think in I, I genuinely cannot remember last time we played our third well I guess there was a time there, there was a period last year where we had Caballero,
1: Kepa and Mendy yeah the only yeah, time yeah. I remember us trying to play a third choice goalkeeper was in the final when Kepa refused to come off I think caballeros hmm. was third choice, I can't remember exactly yeah, that's between first and second because yeah. it was just those <laughs> two
0: but
2: like yeah, I, yeah. But like... yeah, but last season, last season, I think Cavalero was our Ted. I don't think he 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 was used most. But I think last season he was our third choice.
1: Right. Yeah. Start of the game. I think uh, from what the highlights I got from the first forty-five minutes, we were very boring. I guess. I guess we we were used to entertaining football, um, but it wasn't the Chelsea that, that we, were, we were used to seeing. We were struggling. Kind of Mason Mount as well, Kai Havertz as well. Both of both of them were struggling. Um, in terms of getting chances and, and us keeping the ball. Uh, I can't remember. I think I saw the stat. It was like six chances created by Tottenham, and we were also levelling that. Um, luckily, we didn't concede. I thought I thought Tottenham were, were the better team in the first half, in my opinion. Um, and if they would have scored, it would have been tough for Chelsea to come into this game. And, and I must say, Tuchel's, Tuchel has... I need to see an Amazon documentary um, on what Tuchel says at halftime. Because the chain, every time Chelsea go into that halftime, they come back a different team. and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that you both would agree with that.
0: What can I say? The man just radiates genius at halftime. <laughs> That's all he does. He doesn't say a word. It's just, it just yeah, he's got some special brainwaves or something. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's just crazy. He completely changed the game at halftime. Like you said, Mohamed, even though you, 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 the highlights that you saw, that's pretty much exactly spelled out how it was. Like, Tottenham were all over us in the first half, and we didn't really have that much confidence. And weirdly, yeah, I think it, we matched them for shots on target, and we matched them for shots as well. And then, I don't know how putting on a more defensive player, to taking off one of your attacking midfielders, turns you into an, an amazingly more attacking team, but that's that's genius for you, isn't it? Awesome. That, yeah. that,
1: that's Kante. That's Kante.
0: That's Kante for you, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But what a performance from that guy. We'll get on to that, I guess, later. But, yeah, first half was just <coughs> not, much, not much to report. Like, I, I think even in the Premier League highlights reel, they completely skipped the first half because Tottenham did have a couple of moments. But, uh, yeah, not really much to in the but okay, will keep going. uh yeah I'm almost shocked. really i more shocked <laughs> yeah I'm like no the first half was great no uh, <laughs> oh man but yeah um yeah uh first half was not not much to report on us and it they, like yeah it's a similar pattern to previous games where our attacking midfielders just haven't it, it's just not really been happening like Mount's had some decent-ish moments but he's also been making lots of bad decisions. Same with Habits. And you could tell in the first half, it was with, with a couple of those situations similar to the Liverpool game, where we had uh, Mount Lukaku and Habits all going up the pitch, all attacking, and then they'd make a wrong decision or just didn't see the player's movement. So, yeah, you could just, yeah, it, it just wasn't happening with Mount and Habits. When, it was a similar story to in the Zenith game. Just not really happening for them, so it was the it, it was the right call. But I, I would have probably taken off habits to be honest. But it yeah it worked fine, I guess, and it makes more sense as well because habits more of a is he, he can play striker. So we went to a three five two, and yeah,
1: it just made sense. But then did you, you you started watching them from the second half or? Yeah, I think I joined I joined right after the first goal, Thiago Silva's goal because they were they were showing the replays and I just joined and I thought oh that that's a great goal that's a great goal and then a few minutes I think 10 minutes after that Kante scored um but but whatever I saw from the second half it was incredible I think um completely dominant <coughs> uh, i i'm going to apologize firstly for coughing this whole episode but yeah um no, the, the Chelsea were incredible. I think we deserved it. Um, and and as, as as the pundits said on on TV, I can't remember which stream I was watching, um, but they, they were saying it was men against boys. So we'll, we'll we'll take it. I mean, three points and and you know the thing is um, what people don't realize is is we're we're playing well off our tough fixtures right now. We've we've already played Liverpool. We're playing we we've, we've played Arsenal. Um, and we're played we've played Tottenham and now we play Man City next week so that's that's top 4 already done um and then you've got Man United and Leicester maybe you can you can add them onto there as well and then after that it's it's a run of games where we can kind of rotate the team use other players and and kind of risk a few other kind of situ- formations or um, plans um to try out if needed <coughs> um so yeah basically Anything that 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 works yeah. for us yeah. right now, because because we we are favourites to win the Premier yeah. League. People have no? uh, Lukaku coming in. Is, is, sorry, yeah. I
0: was just uh, the thing like yeah, people are like, hyping us up quite a lot. Uh, maybe football tour is not the best representation, but yeah, we're getting the hype now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, incredible. Yeah, I mean, we deserve it. We deserve it. It's not like it's not like we're playing defensive football or we're trying to sit back and then and score a goal and, and play the game out but we were playing beautiful football I mean and le- le- the most underrated part Kovacic I think people don't realize but he created six seven chances today um, and that was more than any player on the pitch so he's, he's also part of that underrated team so it's it's almost like last season we had that player of the year, player Chelsea player of the year Mason Mount uh, the season before it was clear it was Kovacic but this season so far um it's just been like who would who do you want to give it to you can can you just give it to the whole team
0: it's crazy we have tw- you know we have 12 goal scorers already this season
1: it's, we have Jorginho uh, last season as our top
0: Jorginho yeah, <laughs> hasn't even scored for Chelsea yet this season and I, it, it hurts to say that it hurts i want him to score but yeah uh, he hasn't so but yeah that's he's with Lukaku probably getting onto penalties we'll we'll find out if that is actually the case Eventually, but yeah, it's it is it's a it is a team effort. Everyone's been playing just brilliantly, and we've had seen some improvements, like so far. I mean it's early days, but Kovacic is definitely my most improved player. I mean, yes, he he was already he was, I wouldn't say um yeah, no, I would say class. He was he's been good for the past couple of years, but recently it's like someone's given, I think someone said that that number eight has just given them some magic dust, it's given them some lampard. <laughs> Some lampard fields, and now he's just he's just this absolutely ridiculous end product mad uh, midfielder. <laughs> no, so, yeah.
1: I so, mean so. it it just seems like we had a whole puzzle built and we just needed that Lukaku puzzle and it's just gone in and yeah boom, there it is. Um well even though he didn't score tonight, he was it was he was great on the pitch and and we can't forget Magic Marco Marcos Alonso. Uh, in this game, he shows up to Tottenham games and he wanted that goal really badly. He, he yeah. On the back of his head, you could tell he, he he was like, I don't care how it goes in, I want a goal tonight. Yeah.
0: He tried yeah. everything, man. He had, like, <laughs> he had a volley from... He had like There was one where he was <laughs> such a tight angle. in the, So silver played the ball over the top. And this guy has, like, what, about 10 degrees angle of goal to shoot at? Yeah. And he
1: still did it. Like, and he like tried he it again in the target. box as well.
0: Uh, but he hit <laughs>
1: Lukaku. Yeah.
0: There was one as well where, yeah, I think Aspi put a cross in and he, yeah, tried to volley it and Dyer just defended it with his chest, which was a pretty impressive clearance. But, yeah, uh, he, uh, you could just tell he wanted it. I yeah. hope the fans would like, until we scored, I think, our second goal, um, the fans were booing Alonso every single time we got the ball. And there's a reason why man is inevitable. He always turns up <laughs> against Tottenham.
1: I mean, we, we have to talk about Chilwell, though. He hasn't had much game time. But a lot of fans are, who are getting angry, I, I'm, I'm probably going to get a lot of stick for saying this, but if if we've got a right back who's, or left back who's, who's performing, why switch it up? Um, I know Chilwell, yes, he possesses a better defensive quality or possesses this and that, but Alonso hasn't given you a reason to take him off the pitch. Um, so why why complain if it, if something works? It works. Um Alex said. Alex said Alonso is going to be in form for three, four games as he as he is for his run. But it's it's been quite a while now. <laughs> he's going to keep it up all the season, isn't he? Me and the Mark had a
0: on, on our unseen podcast last time. I think it was, uh, we had a bit of a joke about the um. there were people were tweeting hashtag free chill world on Twitter, and we yeah we had a bit of a laugh about that. But yeah, it's it, it's it's a meritocracy at the end of the day, and he's playing it out of his skin, so. He deserves it. I know it sucks for Chilwell. And I'm sure he's not feeling amazing about it because just like in uh, in for England at the Euros, he didn't get a chance. He didn't get a look in whatsoever. But at least he got 10 minutes at Zenit. And I think uh, Aston Villa in the Cup, 100% absolutely has to start. Like, yeah, it, it's just not necessary. Alonso has died every single game. This like for the past, what, a couple of months or two months, it's like... I'm all for playing him. Like, he needs to be fresh for Man City, which is very scary. Seeing that I actually want Marcos Alonso to play against Man City, but
1: the winner. This last is the year. world. This is
0: the world that we live in now. This is the world <laughs> we live in. So, yeah, it's Chilwell midweek, hundred percent, because Alonso's going to need all the fitness he can get when he's when we're going up against them, uh, Man City. So yeah, yeah. But it's be right though. It does. It's not ideal for Chilwell, but. The guys, he's not old. He's twenty-four. He's got a great Chelsea career ahead of him, and it's just we might as well use up this Alonso stardust
1: whilst we can. No, yeah, I, I completely and, agree. Yeah. I think I think Chilwell does need to start from, for for against Aston Villa, um, clearly, because I think there's only forty-eight hours or fifty hours or something like that between the two games. Um, we play we play Wednesday night, and then we play Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon yeah um so yeah it's it's quite an early kickoff um as well so it's like why why risk it if 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 Alonso's working put him up for those big games um uh, he's in ben chillwell and then when Alonso stardust finishes you you bring in ben chillwell and and he gets to show it and, and not just that but we've we've got um, I can't exactly remember if we've got mid-game, mid-week game games every now and then now because of Juventus and then Malmo coming up as well. So a, th- a th- thick game, a lot of games coming up. And, and we know how busy December, January is. Um, so it's not like Alonso or Chilwell or anyone would be sidelined um, before we get into too much of, of talking about the next game. Um, <coughs> but I'm, I'm guessing Amart's been shocked um, all the way through. And oh, he's back, actually. Um we might we might get to see Mark back. Yeah, I don't know if he's he's gonna join us properly or not, but um
0: get free else. chill,
1: well, more like free Amart at this point. Um, <laughs> oh he's back. He's back. <laughs> <Amart>. <laughs> Are you
2: there? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I can hear right. you guys. Let's
1: go, right. We're, we're talking point. about Chelsea's captain, yeah. Marcus Alonso Captain <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Alonso
2: from Aston Villa. Temporary, contemporary captain. Temporary
1: captain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, he was, he was very, very good today. Like in the first half, I don't know really, what you guys have talked about the first half already, but in the first half, like, uh, the only thing good about our team was the defense in the first half, the defense and keeper. The only thing good about the team in the first half, but the second half, like, everybody picked up, and he was very good in the second half, and and it was just it was just nice to see the um. Spurs fans go quiet after he 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 gave that assist and almost scored a goal. Like they they, they should they should have learnt by now because anytime you play against them, and they boo him, that's when he plays his best. So he should have they should have learnt by now that they shouldn't boo him at all. And whenever he whenever he scores or creates an assist, then they stop. It, it, something has been happening for a very long time and it's still happening. So yeah, he was he was very very good today, definitely.
0: Do you think he's gonna stay? Like, if he keeps playing like this, if he does maintain it, is is dust dusted? Or oh, no, no, that's reactionary. Is do you think he's like if he keeps this up? Like, how long? Like, I'm just imagining this ideal world where. Alonso has just completed this career remontada, and he's now like PFA Player of the Year. No, I like I like uh, how Alex started the, the
1: sentence with. I'm just imagining the world, and then he just says, yeah. "Oh, Alonso's won yeah. the Ballon Marcus, <laughs> yeah, he's won the Ballon it's
0: it's, it's, nah, it's
1: it's just that he, he normally
0: he normally around this time, after a couple more games, He, go, he just breaks down. And he just doesn't. He has a, a shocker. Yeah, but there's yeah. but there's no West Brom this year, so. It'll be, it'll be fine. So yeah. He'll be he's he's winning the band all this year. No questions. Yeah, because
2: I'm I'm no... I'm a little worried about Chilwell. To be honest, I'm a little worried. But but to be but like this is the this is the fifth game we have played in the season in the in the in the league. Fifth game out of thirty eight games. So there's still there's still time and room for Chilwell to definitely um um take part in the in the in the team. But with the way Alonso is going. It to take some time it would take some convincing for him to like really include like justify his inclusion because i think when he was when he when he came in on for zenit he was yeah he was rough he hasn't played in a very long time so he was definitely rough but he wasn't really like impressing probably he he needs to come on a substitute and score a goal or give an assist and that's when probably he he, he might um um cool might take notice notice of him again. but I don't see Alonso playing like a lot of games today. I think they'll be rotated a lot, him and um and Chihuahua. I think Alonso has the benefits of the fact that he doesn't go for international games. He's not called often. So he doesn't go. He stays most of the times. But if Chew goes and he comes back, he needs to be rested. Even though he hasn't played or or now, he still needs to be rested. So I think Alonso has that edge over him and that's why Alonso got in the first place. But so far he's doing well. He's doing good and yeah, we just I can't really complain. But I, I really wish Chowell comes in soon.
0: You think you're gonna start Chowell? with like uh, yeah. Would you start sorry yeah, would you start um Chewell against Villa in the Cup?
2: Yeah I would. I would to give yeah. him to, 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 to get him fresh again. To get him fresh again I would. Not 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 to just relegate him to the Cup games, but I would start him to get him fresh again.
0: Yeah, it's needed, I think, for sure. I think most people agree that, yeah, he he needs the minutes and Villa won't be a pushover, so it's a really good test for him. Yeah. 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 Do you want to make this the
1: Left Backs podcast or should we we, we continue? (laughs) No, no, yeah, let's go for it. Mountain havers. I mean, I, I don't want to go to the negatives because I don't, I don't want to sit here and, and say that, that there were players that we didn't that didn't perform to their level because they've all just set the bar so high that anything lower than that we're we're, we're disappointed or we we seemed like it's it's disappointing. Um, but yeah, Thiago Silva, that goal, uh, great defending tonight as well. It almost seemed like he got an injury injury because he I think I can't remember he blocked a shot and then he fell to the ground and I was like, please don't get injured, please don't get injured. <laughs> Um, can't really have that um, but Aston Villa's coming up so we're going to have to kind of rotate a few things around um, so let's just head into that one um, Ariza Balaga has to start for everyone I'm guessing
0: it depends on the Mendy situation to be honest I'm fine with Kepa styling, of course yeah uh, to be honest but y- yes Kepa FC, <laughs> yes but, Kepa yeah, and Yeah, yeah, I know, right? But, yeah, like, it's at this point, Keppel is pretty much trusted. He didn't really have any, like, there were a couple of moments where he had to kick away a ball, and it went straight, like, straight to the Spurs players, and he had a couple of nervy moments, but, like, on trying to clear balls, but nothing when it came to catching or his usual weak or his expected weaknesses. So, I think at this point, we just got to trust him, because... He's shown recently that he's capable of it. Yes, it's only been a super Cup penalty show uh, shout out or shout out shoot out <laughs> And this but I mean spurs but yeah, he's shown you he can be trustworthy so
1: you, really you, can, you can truly tell something incredible's happened to get Chelsea when when you're praising Marcus Alonso when you're praising a reasonable. <laughs> <Africa>. <laughs> yeah no. Um, Omar sorry uh, your thoughts.
2: On, on
0: on just Kepa, the... Kepa's
1: performance and, and, and I guess like whether you would start him for Villa or, or give him a rest and start Mendy or um, I can't remember Bellatelli.
2: Yeah, I think I said something a little bit about Kepa in the beginning, but I'll say it again. But yeah, um, definitely like against Villa, there's no harm in putting him there because that means he has played two games on the bounce. And the next game, I think the next game is against City. So we need Mendy also fresh for that game as well. So. I wouldn't mind seeing him or the third choice also as well there. So definitely we would, we, we have options all around. I've not seen him play before. So I'm I i, I I'm more curious to see the third choice goalkeeper there as well. I've not seen him play before. I've never seen him play before. So I don't know how he is. So maybe this might be like his introduction to the uh, Chelsea fan base. So either, either one of them is fine by me.
1: I agree. I think, I think well, as everyone knows, I'm a big fan of Kepa. Um, but really, I mean, no, no, he deserves it. Jokes aside uh, and everything aside, but yeah, he deserves it. I think he, he's been, he's been a great goalkeeper, honestly, today as well. He's had a great performance today. Um, and I would, I would start him. Uh, I, I don't know if Mendy, Mendy is fully ready. Uh, and Secondly, I wouldn't want to risk Mendy if it, if he's like seventy five percent ready and he's like you know what I'll take the risk. Why risk it for Man City and a long term injury? Um, we've got Man City and then we've got Juventus actually in the same week, so it's not it's not an easy task. Um, but yeah, I mean third choice as well. I'm I'm happy with him starting, but I, I would still keep Mendy out of it um, if we can um, for now. But but going a little bit back to, into the into the Spurs game, <laughs> um, midfield. When Kante came on, it was a game changer um we, me and Alex, we kind of brushed over it when when you were shocked at, at Spurs at Spurs dominating not dominating the first half apparently um but um Kante is Kante Yeah more.
2: Yeah like like that's 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 all like that's like like I've always been saying that as long as the guy is fit, we need to start him as long as he's fit he needs to start like it's it's unfortunately that one of the um, Jorginho or Kovacic will be sacrificed but it's worth it like Kante alone in the game changes the whole game like we, we were attacking faster I don't know whether that is a that was a general um, instruction from Tuchel or it was Kante that made that happen because you could see that Kante was moving the ball faster and it was going it was getting um, faster to our attackers so and he really changed the game in the beginning in the in the beginning of the match, like the first half, Ndombele was dominating that midfield. Like He was really he was really dominating it. And I think the big part of it was Jorginho wasn't physical enough, so he was getting the better of Jorginho in the, in the physical battle. But when Kante came in, I didn't even hear a, a mention of Ndombele until he blasted that shot and then went out shortly. I didn't hear any mention of him because Kante was just covering everything around him. He wasn't getting close to the ball and like that's the difference Kante makes and he got a goal too i, I would have been very very disappointed if that goal was was given us an uh, uh, an own goal instead of um credited to him because he deserved it and he made such a huge change in the match that yeah you can't really take that away from him it was already going go it was heading goal bound so you yeah. can't take it away from him yeah yeah
0: Lille was nestling right into the bottom left corner like it was yeah. going to be a put it was if dial wasn't there it would have probably been a goal as well so yeah, glad to see that. It was a hell of a deflection though. Like we don't really get—I haven't seen one of those in like particularly for Chelsea in a lot in quite a while where we've actually we sc- where we've scored one. But yeah, it's a really wicked deflection to hit the inside of the post. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's pretty unlucky. And I think after that, that that was the sign for most Spurs fans to leave the stadium. <laughs> the,
2: yeah. the stadium got the stadium got empty real quick, really yeah. really quick. Like
1: I can't remember what the stand is called. Actually, the, I think it was, what was it—the biggest stand in Europe or something—and they've, they've been flexing it all year round since yeah, yeah, made. yeah, And and they panned to that. I think ninety ninetieth minute or something. And it was empty. It was empty. Yeah, and you just yeah. saw it. And you said, as a Chelsea fan, that was that was amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah after 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 the second goal, it almost looked like the Etihad, but yeah. It it we, we, it, they, they did very, very
0: well.
1: Omar's, <laughs> throwing jabs at Man City already. <laughs> it,
2: it did, it did. Like, I, I, I almost, almost tweeted it. I was like, nah, let me hold off because it was too mean. Like, yeah, it, it really did look like there were, like there were no fans to begin with because they were all fed up. Before the third goal came in, they were all, they had all left. And, th- and that's something that I've not seen with Chelsea. Like, in all my years supporting Chelsea, I have not seen that happen to Chelsea before, like even though we are losing by two, three goals, like the fans still stay till the end. Like even even if, definitely a few fans might leave out of frustration, but it's not like that. We don't leave the park like that. I've seen, I've seen, I think United fans also don't do that, but I've seen Arsenal fans do that a lot. I've seen Tottenham fans do that, City fans do that. and. I the think it's credit to the match going fans, credit to the Chelsea fans. Like they are always there no matter what. And today do I even Yeah, yeah I'm a match going fan, fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cred, 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 to, to, now. Yeah, credit credit. Yeah, credit to all of credit to all of you guys. Like it's 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 just fantastic to hear like the the Chelsea fans' voice louder than the the Spurs fans in the stadium. I, I, I heard them chanting Team Roverna clearly.
1: Like when I, he came I, on. I I switched on the TV and I was watching it, and my cousin was what was, he's he's not a big football fan, and he was watching cricket. So, um, middle of the game. And he's like, "Why can I hear Chelsea? Why why can I hear like Tottenham fans shouting we 'We're champions of Europe'?" And I said, "No, that's just Chelsea, that's just the three thousand Chelsea fans." <laughs> and he's like, "Wow, okay." Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, our support, our say, our like game support is incredible right now. And I think I think when you have when the team performs so well, you suddenly want to do that stuff because because it does it does help the team as well, um, a lot psychologically and mentally, um, especially at away games when you've got only a certain amount of fans um, cheering you up.
0: I could hear super Frankie Lampard chance in the first half and that just made me smile. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was crazy. And like in the first half as well, to hear that overall Spurs fans was just mental. So yeah. Love gotta love our away support. Well, gotta love all our support, but like I've only been once to an away game. It was Leicester in um the 2-2 draw in February-ish 2020. And yeah, I don't I think I I'm yeah. I wouldn't swap that for any other Chelsea game, to be honest. It's just an unbelievable experience, and I hope both of you guys eventually get like to get to if you ever, if you ever can. Away games are the one because it's just non-stop chanting, singing, and yeah, it's just an amazing feeling. So yeah, yeah, eventually,
2: yeah, it's so on my bucket list one day to go and watch. Uh, my game at Stanford Bridge is so on my bucket list, so if, if I ha- if I get a chance, I'll be able to go. And, and watch
1: you might you might even we might even stand outside stanford bridge all three of us and just record a podcast yeah, right there that's that's gold <laughs> man that is actually
0: like that's gonna happen promise yeah. I, that,
1: it will happen we'll will move happen to a green time. screen first and then we'll be like hello guys and then we'll just be touching the back wall the Stanford Bridge. rich yeah. is like yeah, there it is it's not a green screen yeah. anymore uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah, other than that, not much to talk about
2: Spurs. I mean, uh, anything else you guys wanna add on. Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> Rudiger's goal. Rudiger Oh yeah. Oof. Like like it's been like it's been it's been coming. Rüdiger and Thiago Silva, like especially Rudiger, like that goal has been coming. That goal has been coming for a long time because he he, he has been making a lot of dating runs. Even against Zenith he made he made a run like Zuma did against Ajax um two seasons ago. He made a very that like very good dating run, but he didn't sky it like Zuma, but he he, he played it wide, and yeah, it, it's been coming. It's been coming, and I and I like how Venna also changed the game. To be honest, like we talk about Kante changing the game, Venna also changed the game. He he missed he missed uh, I think a, a one chance or two chances, which is like now is expected of Venna. We know that that's it's something that Venna is building gradually, so we don't really we don't really um 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 how to say it um talk much about that but the other things that he offers on the pitch like pulling uh, taking defenders off lukaku and um giving him crosses and giving him, um, um critical passes like this to lead to goals like he knows what he's doing in the team he knows his part in the team and until he can get back scoring again like this 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 Verna is needed i think he should be starting more with um lukaku he really needs to be starting more with lukaku because he helps Lukaku, Lukaku helps him. Because if he was able to finish today, he would have gotten like a goal or two today. And it, it, it would have resulted from Lukaku giving him two assists. So they might they might be a very, very good um, combination as long as Werner starts regularly. And yeah, it, it was a fantastic goal from Rüdiger as well. Like he placed it as if he was a striker. Because I told, I think I was speaking to Alex before the... Um, recording started that I, I initially thought that was Lukaku because the way he came out and I looked at I looked at him very well, I realized it was Rüdiger and he placed it in very, very, very well. And yeah, that was that was that was a solid goal to make it three. Unfortunately that Lukaku didn't get his goal but it just it just says a lot because Rüdiger is the tenth I think he's the tenth goal scorer this season for Chelsea. Three. Different
1: I can't I can't remember Alex said thirteen. Well, yeah twelfth I think twelve. So okay. yeah, twelve yeah.
2: Then like the goals are coming all around, and is and as as said, I think he said in the press conference, was it wasn't a press conference. I think it was in, an interview he did with um the pandits in the in the studio. He said that it's good that we don't depend on one player like Lukaku. We can score um um from at any point of the or of the pitch, so any player can score. So it's 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 actually good if Lukaku isn't the only one that scores in the team. So that whenever I'm not saying it will happen, but whenever he can't play for any reason, we still have players on the pitch that can deliver.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, man. Like, Werner was just, yeah, it was trying to see. It's kind of typical Werner with the finishing issue, but what he offered today, it was, it's just, so, there's so much promise there that as well as the 3 4 3, like with our attacking midfielders and wingers not really playing that well right now, it just, yeah. It makes so much sense to go to that and play through with three midfielders instead. You're all killing it right now. So yeah. Um again, Sid, it's a bit of a long shot, and we'll probably do another video on it or podcast on it. But yeah, I have a feeling three five two is the way whilst our attacking midfielders aren't in the best of form.
1: But yeah, the, the other other things I wanted to say. I just I just want to say one thing, and this is, we played this we played against Spurs, where Lukaku, Havertz, Mount, for none of them performed in Chelsea standard, um, and and they got beat by Vertigo Silva and Marcus Alonso. So just <laughs> just just sort of throw this out mm-hmm. there. <laughs> and Kante, and Kante. And, and Kante. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't going to mention Kante because. Kante is just Kante, he does it every week and week and mm-hmm. out. Um yeah. you could you could play one Kante against Bayern Munich and he'll you know, still somehow retain the ball and win the game. Um
2: good goal from good goal from Silva too. Very, very yeah. good goal from Silva too. He, ne- he nearly scored a second too as well. The guy is good on and i I even forgot to go and check um Bell Silva's Instagram um stories because when whenever whenever silver scores her instagram stories go just goes crazy like as wild. the celebration there is wild i forgot to even go and check out check out after this
1: <laughs> right i think that's that's all we're gonna do for this episode i'm sorry i have to cut it short guys um but yeah thank you for watching thank you for listening uh make sure to subscribe leave you like rating and follow all of our social media pages because we're back now um it's been it's been a month but yeah we're back now hopefully we'll be doing regular updates on there as well as podcasts and everything uh, on a regular basis now um yeah so that's about it thank you guys for listening we'll see.